the little dude that they're fostering is Joker's cousin. That who's fostering? The little dude that we have right now. Oh. Like the baby. <clears throat> Did not know that. Yeah, I didn't either. Cindy said his uh, her mother's or his mother's last name was Jones, and I was like, that's Joker's last name. So she asked Joker, and he was like, oh yeah, yeah, that's my cousin. Yeah, but Jones like, is a pretty uh, common name around here. Um, no, like Joker looked it up, it's his cousin. Oh no, I mean, I'm not saying I don't believe you guys by any stretch. I'm just saying that in this area, it is kind of a common name. Yeah. yeah. So... On a on a different note, you guys, well, Lewis, you didn't go, but you got to go to Gerbil's uh, fucking, what was it, the, the, the rehearsal dinner for his wedding? Yeah. Oh, that was a thing? Oh, dang. What was that? Today? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dang. Dooms, are you I... in the wedding party? No, he's not. I, I believe that I'm just there as kind of friends and family. Okay. Well, you know it's only on, it's on Saturday. At four o'clock. Is it at four? Yeah. Pretty sure it is. That's awesome because I doubt it's going to be longer than three hours. Are you working Saturday? No, but um, I did have a party that I was going to go to. Actually, that was afterwards. Okay. Well, of course. All right. So I managed to get uh, what's her name today? The fucking new character on Marvel. I, uh, oh, uh, uh, I guess uh, Lady, Lady Deathstrike. Death yeah. yeah, Lady Deathstrike. Dude, it was one of those things of I realized at like quarter after twelve that I had enough currency and just had to wait for the eight o'clock refresh on the store. Um, okay, now that I'm done with all that though, I can pull Ooh. up my uh, my story. So. Hello and welcome to the swear jar. I've been recording for a minute, guys. Um, this is going to be, I guess, a bit of a different episode for us. I mean, we've been doing all kinds of weird stuff over the past couple months just to kind of get into our groove, figure out what exactly we're going to do in the future. Um, I do really like when we go over the... Uh, what the fuck? Oh, here's the one I'm going to read. Yeah, okay. Um, but because... There is Halloween, obviously going to be Sunday. Um, I wanted to do some creepypasta reading. Now then, Mark and Doomy Dooms didn't really pick out their stories this time. Uh, mostly because we're all busy as fuck. So finding the three stories I found was like, I mean, it wasn't hard, but it was still like asking you guys to spend time finding stories when I've already got Mark doing research on the next topic and Dooms, your life just seems to keep getting busier and busier somehow. Um, it just didn't, it just didn't seem right. I had, you know, we were, we were supposed to record last night for, uh, you know, we, we have a normal recording schedule and blah, 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 blah. But, uh, Dooms got invited to go to a dinner show and yeah. I, I can't blame him for going at all. Like, with everything that keeps going on in your life, you needed a night out. Yeah. I feel like... It was nice that it was free, basically. I got it off the boss. Oh, that's even better. 
Yeah, uh, what it is is they had some tickets that weren't used for a particular guest, and they couldn't really cancel the reservation, but it was good for up to five, six people, so... Your boss they was like, hey. From work. Hey, you want to go see it? Yeah, sure, I've never seen it. <laughs> I haven't gone to see that show either. Uh, yeah, not the food's actually it. not too bad. It's pretty yeah. good. You gotta come up where I work now and eat. Well, actually, you'll have some of the food at the wedding. Yeah. Um... And oddly, uh, my, cause, so for those in the audience who don't already know, Gerbil's getting married in the day before Halloween. All right. Like literally the day before Halloween and -hmm. the company I work for is doing the catering for the wedding. Um, so one of my favorite servers is actually going to be there as a server, I guess, you know, she's going to be one of the people serving the food to everybody. Um, so it should be an interesting night. Uh, I showed everybody my tux. Um, everybody, everybody cannot help but comment on the green socks. And it's literally <laughs> like the you shoes. Really set up the outfit. Well, the, the shoes were uncomfortable as fuck. So I wasn't putting them on for more than I have to. Yeah. Yeah. I'll agree with that. Those shoes aren't that. See, but... the. The difference between, Mark, you and me is that my terms with Jesse are literally as I sat in my truck from picking up my tux, I texted her and was like, these shoes are going to the wayside as soon as I get the chance. I was like, I'm not, I'm bringing extra clothes. All right. Like I'm changing immediately. I don't feel comfortable in a suit. That's understandable. But I mean, your brother was the one that made the choice that, you know suits i mean yeah i i get it um and like i told jess that i i do like her enough to wear it and do all that um i do have something weird that dooms you of all people knowing me is you're gonna be the only one to find this really weird um but i cannot button the top button on my shirt and not okay. because, like, it doesn't fit around my neck. It fits around my neck perfectly. It's just the feeling of something that close to my throat gives me so uh, much anxiety. Yeah. Well, a bit of anxiety, yeah. Dude, I'm the I, same way. Okay, cool. So I don't, I'm not alone. Good. Um, I buttoned the top button and within seconds started feeling like I was going to have a panic attack. I went, nope. Unbuttoned it yeah, and... Like- I mean, it's going to be hiding behind the tie anyways. It's not a tie. Well, it is. It's a bow tie. Where did I put it? Oh, I saw saw your bow tie. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Dooms, hold on. I'm going to put a picture of it up in chat. You're going to really like this bow tie. Um, I want to put the picture up before I describe it. Um, But it is super nice. Um, Click. All right. Sorry, I forgot I can't take pictures through Discord <laughs> like I can through normal messaging apps and well, shit. It kind of yes, kind of no. It's annoying. So what we have here That's is nice. a purple bow tie with all kinds of different dice on it. Uh, obviously, you know, D4, D6, D8, D10, 12, 20, you know. Yeah, Kevin took me and I was like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. Um, he had... How goes the tying of it? Uh, it, it is... Permatide. It is one of those ones that you just put on. You just—it's just 
it's a put around your it's neck and clip. clip yeah. Yeah, it's oh. not an old school clip on. It actually goes around your neck to clip on. Yeah, mine is Star Wars. Yeah, Dad's is um the Yeah, I was say Vegas Knights. What was Joker's? I hadn't seen his. I heard his was something fire department related. It's the flag with the red line. Yeah. So it's gonna be interesting. Um Gerbil's still gonna look like Hugh fucking Hefner, but it's okay. Uh, uh, you know, you know I love Kevin, but uh he still hasn't went to get his tux. He still yeah. hasn't gotten his tux, he's gotta go get it tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, he's like he's like, I'm working tomorrow. I was like, When are you working till he's like till five? I was like, dude, that place closes at five. He's like, I'm gonna go on my lunch and get it. I was like, All right. All right, cool. Dude, uh, literally all he has to do is tell his boss, hey, I got to go get my tux. And his boss is going to tell him to go get his fucking tux. All right? This is the same guy that bought him a gun because you're he didn't have a way to protect his home. You're probably telling his boss to tell him. I know. I mean, he knows Dennis would do that. He was just telling me that. And I was like, oh, like, so you're going tomorrow? He goes, yeah. I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to message you tomorrow and remind you if I remember. Oh, my God. He was just here a minute ago. So... Oh, that boy, that boy. Yep. Best part is he hears all this because he edits the podcast. Wait, I'm not he talking bad about it a bit. Yeah. Um. So, who wants to go first? Who wants Who wants to read their story first? Uh, Mark. Technically, yours is the shortest. Um, okay, I'll read mine first. So yeah, you 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 can go first. Dooms. Yours is not as long as mine, but you're in the middle. Yeah. Um. I figured you were more comfortable reading aloud than Mark. No offense, Mark. I mean, I'm not, but pe- I only have issues with it if people can see me, so. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, Lewis, you haven't read or heard Mark's yet, so. Yep. All right. Whenever you're ready, Budro. All right. Uh, the name of the story I'm reading is called The Red Wrist Band. Because when you are admitted to a hospital, they place your wrist, they place your wrist with a white wristband and your name on it. God, I'm already screwing up. <laughs> but there are other different colors, different colored wristbands, which symbolize other things. The red wristbands are placed on dead people. There was one surgeon who worked on a night shift in the school hospital. He had just finished an operation, was on his way down to the basement. He entered the elevator, and there was just one other person there. He casually chatted with the woman while the elevator descended. When the elevator door opened, another woman was about to enter when the doctor slammed the close button and punched the button with the highest floor. Surprised, the woman reprimanded the doctor for being rude and asked why did not let the other woman in. The doctor said, that woman, I just operated on her and she died. Didn't you see her? Didn't you see the red wristband? The woman in the elevator smiled and raised her arm and goes, you mean something like this? I love that one. It's it's nice and short. It's uh, It's kind of creepy. At the end, it, it's got a nice little ooh, um, but not. It's like oh, yeah. It's it's short and it's scary because how many times have people said people in the morgue gotten up and started walking around? Yeah. All right. Where is it? Dooms. I'm gonna read something different before okay. you. Okay. So this is something I made you read the other night when we were hanging out. This is from the SCP archives. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. SCP-173. Object class. I cannot pronounce this word. All right. Is it start with a K? 
No, it's not a Keter or Keter. What is it? it? It's E U C L I D. What? Euclid. 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 All right, let's let's go with that. All right, <laughs> I don't words well. All right. Well, I only know that because I watch SCP videos. Ah, all right. I didn't. I've never watched their videos. I've only read them online. I I, I don't know. I. I so before I read this, I'm going to go into something with you guys, uh, everybody in the audience. And if anybody in the audience has a way to help me with this, let me know. Um, I've been attempting to induce nightmares into myself. Uh, I have not had a dream that I can remember. And I've not woken up in a cold sweat or anything like that in a long time. And I guess at the moment, it's None something. Of this what? Well, I know I mean, they say if you sleep in a room, it's like a cold. Apparently, the colder the room you sleep in is, the more likely you are to have nightmares. Dude, my room stays cold. Okay. Well, I read that a couple years ago, and I was like, huh. I haven't honestly looked up ways to induce nightmares. I, I should probably start doing that now, because I, mean, I have been... You might want to ask Jenny. She might know. Yeah, I've been like... You know, reading all these creepy stories, watching scary movies, fucking listening to people read scary stories. And I've been doing it at night out by the woods, you know, like as scary as can be and nothing. So if anybody has a way to help me with that or, or can point me in the right direction, that'd be awesome. All right. So back to back to what I was doing. Yep. Uh, special containment procedures. Item SCP-173 is to be kept in a locked container at all times. When personnel must enter 173's container, no fewer than three may enter at any time, and the door must be relocked behind them. At all times, two persons must maintain direct eye contact with 173 until all personnel have vacated and relocked the container. Alright, yeah, that's... fuck that. Description. Moved to Site-19 in 1993, origin is as of yet unknown. It is constructed from concrete and rebar with traces of Krylon brand spray paint. 173 is animate and extremely hostile. The object cannot move while within direct line of sight. Line of sight must not be broken at any time with 173. Personnel assigned to enter container are instructed to alert one another before blinking. That's fucked up. If you gotta be like, hey, I gotta blink, dude. I gotta blink. Alright, sorry. Um, oh my I, god. Yeah, I know. It's just like, what if what if you blink by accident? Alright, because I'm gonna read what happens if you blink by accident here in a second. Um, object is reported to attack by snapping the neck at the base of the skull or by strangulation. In the event of an attack, personnel are to observe Class 4 hazardous object containment procedures. Fuck that. Personnel report sounds of scraping stone originating, originating that's the word, from within the container when no one is present inside. This is considered normal, and any change in this behavior should be reported to acting HMCL supervisor on duty. The reddish-brown substance on the floor is a combination of feces and blood. Origin of these materials is unknown. The enclosure must be cleaned on a bi-weekly basis. So, that's actually, like, a weird creature thing. Um, I've I've read stuff about this one before. Where did it come from? It's Untitled 2004 was the original. Do not 
uh, like attempt to contact them or anything. Like there is all kinds of do not contact, do not try to negotiate, do not attempt to. There are no exceptions. Um, it yeah, is not available for commercial list. use or anything. So that's uh, just don't. Just fucking don't, man. It's like, yeah, if, if you want to live, just, just just don't do it. Think about it, but don't do it. There was another one that uh, somebody wanted me to read, but I don't think I'm going to just because it's been overplayed, in my opinion. You know, I just thought if you really want to know a lot about SCPs, Daniel is all into that shit. Is he? I didn't know that. Yeah, he's the one that actually showed me SCPs to start with. That's how I found out about them. Oh. Um, I do want to read one more SCP here in a second. Um, this one's so freaking long. Fuck. I'll just, I'll just read the first paragraph of the description. Uh, SCP-999 appears to be a large M... A tickle monster. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's object classes safe. Okay. Yep. Uh, appears to be a large uh, amorphous gelatinous mass of translucent orange slime, weighing about fifty four kilograms or one hundred and twenty pounds, with a consistency similar to that of peanut butter. Oh God, that's horrifying. Subject size yeah, and shape is easily malleable and can change shape at will. Though when at rest, nine 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 becomes a rounded. Oh, oh, yep. Oblate words. Yep. It's. Oh. What are you doing, Gat? Okay. Oblate dome, roughly two meters wide and one meter in height. The surface of 999 consists of a thin, transparent membrane similar to that of an animal cell, roughly 0.5 centimeter thick, and is highly elastic, allowing 999 to flatten proportions of its uh, portions of its body to up to two centimeters thin. Wow. The surface is also hydrophobic, although 999 can willfully absorb liquids. Oh, gosh. So, this monster that I've been speaking of um, is known as the Tickle Monster. Mm -hmm. This Some of these are weird. You uh, want to know something fucked uh, up about the Tickle Monster? What? It is. Do what? The Scarlet can't. The SCP... SCP-999, the Tickle Monster, is the son of the Scarlet King. Oh. Yeah. Alrighty, then. Yeah, there's a whole big thing about it. Like, really, just... It's interesting. You should read into it. I I might just do that. I've been reading a lot of these SCPs, and they're kind of like, interesting. Yeah, they really are. <coughs> like, the Scarlet King is good. The guy... The, the Guardian, he's interesting, too. Okay. So, Doomy Dooms, are you ready to, to do your little radio play? Sure, I guess. <laughs> I love this one. All right? Like, this is one of my favorites. I've read it multiple times just because it's so fucking funny. It, it is kind of one of those, like, weird brain conundrum things if you think about it for too long. Yeah, yeah. Don't think about this one. This is a think about it, don't think about it moment you can think <laughs> yeah. about it or you can don't think about it whichever you'd prefer just remember that we're all living in a simulation 
<laughs> so, hypothetically. Oh, uh, one of those stories. Gotcha. No, no, no. This story has nothing to do with that. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, alrighty. They're made out of meat? Meat! You know, they're made out of meat. Meat? There's no doubt about it. We picked up several different parts of the planet, took them aboard of our recon vessels, drove them all the way through, and they're completely meat! That's impossible. What about the radio signal? The message to the stars. They use the radio waves to talk, but the signals don't come from them. The signals come from machines. So who made the machines? That's who we want to contact. They made the machines. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Meat made the machines. That's ridiculous. How can we make a machine? You're asking me to believe in sentient meat? I'm not asking you. I'm telling you. These creatures are the only sentient race in the sector, and they're made out of meat. Maybe they're like orophily? Uh, you know, a carbon-based intelligent that goes through a meat stage? Nope. They're born meat. They die meat. We studied for them for several lifespans, which didn't take too long. Do you have any idea the lifespan of meat? Spare me. Maybe they're only pot meat. You know, like a windily. A meat herd with an electron plasma brain inside. Nope, we thought of that. Since they do have meat heads, like the Wudafili. Uh, but I told you, we probed them. They're meat all the way through. No braid? Oh, there's a braid, all right. It's just the braid is made out of meat. So what does the thinking? You, you're not understanding, are you? The braid does the thinking. The meat. Thinking meat? You're asking me to believe in thinking meat. Yes, thinking meat. Conscious meat, loving meat, dreaming meat, the whole deal. Are you getting the picture? Oh my god, you're serious then. They're made out of meat? Finally. Yes, they're made out of meat. And they've been trying to get in touch with us for almost hundreds of their years. So, what does the meat have on its mind? First, it wants to talk to us. Then I imagine it wants to explore the universe, contact other sentients, swap ideas and information, you know, the usual. We're supposed to talk to meat. That's the idea. That's the message they're sending out uh, by radio. Hello? Anyone out there? Anyone home? That sort of thing. They actually do talk, then. They use words, ideas, concepts. Oh, yeah. Except they do it with meat. I thought you just told me they use the radio. They do, but what do you think is on the radio? Meat sounds. You know... How would you slap or flap meat makes a noise? They talk by flapping the meats at each other. They can even signal by squirting air through their meat. Oh my god, singing meat. This is altogether too much. So what do you advise? Officially or unofficially? Uh, both. Officially, we are required to contact, welcome, and log in any and all sentient races or multi-beings in the quadrant without prejudice, fear, or favor. 
Unofficially, I advise we erase the records and forget the whole thing. I was hoping you would say that. It seems harsh, but there's, you know, a limit. Do we really want to make contact with meat? I agree, 100%. What's, what's there to say? Hello, meat. How's it going? But will this work? How many planets are you dealing with here? Just one. They travel to other planets in special meat containers. They can't live on them. And being meat, they can only see space, uh, which limits the, the speed of light and makes it possible uh, of their ever contracting pretty slim, infinitesimal, in fact. So we just pretend no one's home in the universe. That's it. Cruel. But you said it yourself. Who wants to meet meat? And the ones who have been aboard our vessel, uh, the ones you've probed, you're sure they don't won't remember? They're considered crackpots if they do. We went to their heads and smoothed out their meat so that they were just a dream to them. A dream to meat, strangely appropriate. What should be <laughs> what should be meat's dream? And we marked this sector unoccupied. Good. Agreed. Officially and unofficially. Case closed. Any others? Anyone interesting on the, that side of the galaxy? Yes, a rather shy but sweet hydrogen core cluster intelligence in a class nine star G four four five zone uh was but was in contact two galactic rotations ago. Wants to be friendly again. They always come around, and why not? Imagine how unbearable, how unutterably cold the universe would be if we were alone. Yeah. That one's fucking weird, isn't it? Just a bit. Like, meat! Like, I, I heard that one a while back. And I had to go looking for it because I was like, I've got to reread this. This is fucking hilarious. I've probably read it three or four times over the last few days. Yeah. Like, I just keep coming back to it. And I don't, I don't exactly know why. Um, it is interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. All right. So I'm going to read one. Let me see if the whole thing is. All right. Honestly, Dooms, I think yours might have technically been longer. All right, whatever. It was pretty goddamn long. It was. <laughs> I, was I was originally going to read at it. The end. <laughs> yeah, I was originally going to read that one, but I feel like I have to read this one. So that's why I did the SCP archive stuff as well. Okay. Um, this one's called Peppa Pig. Daddy Pig's Revenge. Yeah. All right. So this is not my story, just so that people know. I do not like Peppa Pig. Uh, my son used to, and I'm very, very fucking glad he's out of that stage. But the first line <laughs> is, I liked Peppa Pig when I was a little boy, but what I watched scared the frick out of me. That's, you know, nice starter. One time, I was going down to find some Peppa Pig DVDs. But everywhere I would go, I could not find anything. I was about to give up and go back home. 
but I found one more shop. It was Walmart. I asked myself, why is Walmart in the United Kingdom? So I took a look, and there was a bunch of DVDs of shows like, I'm sure, Pocoyo, Pingu, Bear in the Big Blue House. I know that one. Teletubbies. I know that too. And even Arthur. I've seen almost every episode of those shows, but never seen those episodes on those DVDs. Then I found a Peppa Pig DVDs with two episodes called Daddy Pig Loses the Race and Daddy Pig's Revenge. (sighs) What? Okay, this is misworded, but I'm going to read it properly. Um, I decided to buy the DVD because it was only a Peppa Pig. It was the only Peppa Pig DVD there. I put it into my DVD player and uh, what this is. All right. And play and hit play all episodes. The beginning of the first one was normal, except for the background. It was nighttime and there was blood on the title. The episode started off with Peppa and her family watching TV Daddy Pig said that he wanted to race in something the Olympics or, you know. The next day, Daddy Pig was in the race with some people also racing. And then the race started. What? Whoever wrote this needs, all right, like, I should have <laughs> should have vetted this story better. I just made sure it was the right one. Um, all right. Next day, Daddy Pig was in the race. Daddy Pig was struggling to get first, but then he tripped over and came last, and, th- and then he lost. What? Wow. Daddy Pig was so sad, so Pekka and her Peppa, Pekka, and her family had to go home. Daddy Pig and Mommy Pig were in bed. Mommy Pig was asleep, but Daddy Pig was wi- wide awake with hyper-realistic eyes, and he looked very angry. He said to the TV, or to the screen, I have to get revenge on everyone. They have to pay for it. The episode ended. The the next episode didn't even have an intro. It started with Daddy Pig going outside and killing everyone. Peppa woke up and saw him everywhere. Then Peppa Pig screamed silently and ran down to the cellar. Daddy Pig went back home and went to Peppa and George's room. And then Daddy held a big axe in the air. George woke up and gasped. And he screamed. And the screen went black as Daddy Pig chopped down on him. George's crying sounded just like the crying from the epi- an episode. And even Daddy Pig said, Oh, now, now, George. But it sounded like Grandpa Pig instead. After that, the screen went back to normal. Daddy Pig killed Mommy Pig. Then he got a grenade and threw it at Susie Sheep's house at the end of that school. After that, Peppa Pig got out of the cellar and called the cops about Daddy Pig. Mrs. Rabbit tried to get Daddy Pig, but she got chopped up to pieces too. After that, everyone in Peppa Pig land, including Peppa, had tried to stop him. But he had an RPG and shot it at everyone, including Peppa. Then Daddy Pig said to the screen with hyper-realistic bleeding eyes, You humans, all of you humans who made me lose, you made me do this. You're next. You're next. The episode ended. I was so scared that I got nightmares about these episodes. I tried telling some of my friends, but nobody believed me, except for my best friend. I showed him the DVD, and he also got scared. But I am aware Daddy Pig is somewhere. 
and I will find who made this. Alright, whoever wrote this, you you need to fucking proofread, because... Hmm. Alright, like, it's a fucking weird story, and I love it just because it's like... And then he pulled out a rocket launcher, and yeah, yeah! <laughs> I just love how, what the fuck it is, the whole way through. Yeah. Um... God damn, I need to charge my phone. I I was kind of worried my phone was going to die partway through that. <laughs> I've been listening. Uh, so, I'm allowed to listen to music at work. So, I just kind of, I you have a Bluetooth speaker and I, you know, play music. But uh, it drains the fuck out of your battery if you play, you know, Bluetooth music for 12 hours straight. Um, Yeah, that, that was a thing. So... On a uh, on a completely separate, completely separate note, I don't want to have to get up mm-hmm. to, to to do this. I proquired something. Proquired or acquired? Uh, purchased. Okay. Um, I bought me a how many pieces is it? One thousand and twenty-three piece Lego Harley Davidson. Oh, you did finally end up picking it up. Nice. Yeah. Um, and then Sunday, well, I am off with Gavin. Him and I are going to build it. Um, even though it says it's recommended for ages 16 plus, and Gavin is 7, which is less than half that, he's going to help me build it anyway. Um, I I was debating on taking, like, uh, uh pictures as we went and stuff like that which i might do um but i'm very excited because from the looks of all the pictures i've seen of it and stuff it's almost as long as a fucking keyboard so it's it's gonna be a fucking it's gonna be a thing um so i'm super excited i have no idea where the fuck i'm gonna put it when it's done though that is something i have not figured out whatsoever but I need to. One of those moments of you kind of that moment of just looking at it going, you know, I'll cross that bridge when I get there. Well, guess what? You're getting there pretty quick. Yeah. I don't know. I, I After this, the next thing I planned on getting was the uh, crocodile locomotive they have uh, to put out in the living room for dad because he's a big train guy. And then after that, I'm uh, I'm looking at picking up the Lunar, uh, Lunar Lander one they have. Um, as that I am obviously a nerd and huge fan of space. Uh, oh my gosh. All right. So I'm going to tell one short story quick and then we're going to cut it because uh, I've got another 13 hour shift tomorrow, then have to go in Saturday morning for a little bit to get stuff prepped up and ready for Gerbil's wedding and then come home, shower and head to the wedding. So I've got a long couple days ahead of me. Um, but you guys would be so proud if you witnessed what I did the other day coming into town. So what you doing, bud? I was driving, um, I was on 66. It was about the area where uh, Taco Bell and Arby's and all that is. Um, and I'm, I'm sitting at that red light right there. And I hear behind me a uh, siren. And I'm like, okay, you know, I'm at a red light. I can't go anywhere. The light turns green. The first couple cars go. And then I just see everybody 
merge to the right. Like, perfectly nobody hit anybody else. Everybody just merges to the right. And, like, nobody even fully gets out of their lane just far enough over for the ambulance to go by. The ambulance went by. Nobody moved. Everybody let the ambulance go by. It was beautiful. All right? And then once the ambulance was by, the first car started pulling forward. And everybody pulled, merged right back into where they were in traffic and just started going. All right? Like, it was so beautiful. Uh, Gavin was in the back seat, and he was like, you all right, Dad? I'm like, you have no idea how beautiful that was. I've been in this town for so many years and never seen anybody get out of the fucking way for an ambulance. Oh, God. Yeah. Remember when we were going to the Knife Works and Daniel pulled out in front of the ambulance? Yeah, and I almost killed him for it. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. He's grown up a lot. I'm very proud of Daniel. He He has grown up a lot. Um, yeah, uh, he, I, I, he's changed it. It, I don't care why, but I'm, I'm proud of him for it. You know, I wasn't saying anything bad. I was just like, yeah, I remember that. Cause you always, he was like, yeah, jazz is upset. I'm like, dude, he's going to fucking kill you when we pull over. Yeah. He's... He was like, no, he's not. I was like, no, he is. I, I, no, it was nice knowing you. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things like be respectful. All right. Like, all right. I'm gonna tell one more thing. So today at work. Uh, they're tearing up the sidewalk in Old Sevierville, where I work, and redoing it. It looks beautiful. Honestly, like, the redo, modeling and redoing of all of Old Sevierville looks amazing, and I'm so happy with it. But I was like, oh, cool. You know, they're they're tearing up the sidewalk where you pull into our restaurant. I guess we're going to be dead today. Nope. People would literally just, like, honk at the fucking workers to get out of their way so that they could pull into the parking lot. I was just like, are you fucking kidding me, people? Like, yeah, we have good food, but we also have a second parking lot around back. Okay? Go to the back lot. They didn't want to. No, they refused to. I was just like, motherfuckers. Like, go away. Huh. So, yeah. It's uh, It's been a day. It's going to be a long weekend. Um, next week, we will probably talk a little bit about Gerbil's wedding and some odds and ends, you know, just getting back to... Uh, this has been a halfway normal episode, to be honest. But And then the week after that, Mark is not going to be the main host, but he is going to help me do the following topic we're going to do, which, if I can get time on my day off besides Sunday... I'm going to start writing up a bit of a script. If I can't, I don't know. I'm going to get it. I'm going to try and get a bit more of a script written for the next one. I say that, but I don't really need a script so much as I need specific talking points. But, you know. Neither yeah, it's nice to actually have something laid out, you know, the structure. Yeah, better structure. I, I'm trying to work on it as we go. I knew the first couple of them were going to be kind of meh as we figured out how we we're going to do things. Um, that's part of why, like, the big series that I truly care about, the Men in Black series I'm wanting to do, that's not going to happen for probably six months to a year. Because I want to be, like, as good at this as I'm going to get before I start tackling something that big. It's like the, the Dahmer or the Gacy episodes I have plans on or the JFK okay. episodes. If you do, when you do the Gacy one, I'm just i'm not going to be in it i'll have jenny and she knows everything about him yeah she she knows a lot about gacy um so 
but if uh if y'all are good for the night, I'm good for the night. I, I'd say uh I'd say that was a decent episode, you know? Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Well, well, thank y'all for listening. Uh, I guess you get a gold star. This one wasn't scary, but it was weird, and I'm all about it. Um, like, subscribe, whatever the fuck. Uh, give us, give us some stars on on. Uh, well, no, we're on Anchor. I don't know how Anchor works. I know how Spotify works. Share us on Spotify. You know, you can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, outside that, hail Satan and hail yourself. See you guys. I know.